So I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care has partnered with Flat River Infusions as a corporate sponsor. Now, who is Flat River Infusions? They are a North Carolina-based hemp and CBD company that provides all natural CBD products. The owner of Flat River Infusions, Nick Sagan, has a pretty powerful family story to tell. I would encourage you to go to their website, flatriverinfusions.com, and read about it. But just to let you know that Flat River's products are non-GMO, gluten-free, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum CBD oils. There's a quality product that's grown in North Carolina, and you can't really say that about a lot of the CBD products on the market today. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what the quality control is. And you don't know what other channels those products have passed through before they actually get to you. Whether you're looking for a wellness product to add to your routine or an all-natural plant product, Flat River Infusions is here to help. Their products help support healthy body functioning, as well as help support healthy growing muscles as well. My favorite product is the CBD Herbal Salve which comes in a little glass container and you can literally rub it on your joints or any sore muscles. And within 30 minutes, you feel better. It's amazing. I love it and I use it daily and I would encourage you to do the same. If you are interested in checking out Flat River Infusion products, please go to their website at flatriverinfusions.com. And any purchase that you make when you mention our show, please use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness, and receive a 20% discount on all of your purchases. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, and I am your host. Self-care is a journey for everyone. It depends on, obviously, what's going on in your life. But the way I like to approach self-care is from four different angles. On this show, we talk about self-care, obviously, from a health, fitness, and a wellness standpoint. We talk about it from an entrepreneurial standpoint, um, because I've been an entrepreneur for 24 years. And we also talk about self-care from a business standpoint, because as much as we need to talk about and think about self-care for us, we have to think about what self-care looks like if we're trying to run and grow a business as well. And then finally, we look at self-care from the journey standpoint, meaning from how we've gotten to where, from where we've been to where we are now. So those are the four areas of self-care that we look at and talk about on this show. And sometimes I have amazing guests and sometimes it's just me. So welcome. I'm grateful for your support and thank you for being here. So let's dive in and get started. So today I want to wrap up the month of September with a special edition about looking at habits of an entrepreneur, because if you've been listening, following this month, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to the last few weeks. The beginning of the month, we started with the habit audit, and I interviewed my colleague, Dr. Orlena Carrick, who's a trained medical doctor who has changed her profession and become a health coach. And we had a, and it was a great way to kick off the month. And then we talked about how habits can create different opportunities for you. Last week, I had the privilege of, of sharing with you my experience of being at a live event recently with a bunch of really badass women coaches. And we talked about you know, how being in person can really spark new habits for you. And so today I want to wrap up this series on habits, looking at habits from the standpoint of an entrepreneur, because in this space, you hear me talk a lot about health and fitness. You hear me talk about, you know, from sleeping to resting, to being active, to feeding your body and fueling your body. But, you know, since I, since I, I like to talk about the standpoint of how all this is important if you're trying to grow a business and have the vision of a high-level CEO, depending on what your business is. 
But running from looking at the standpoint of running a business, um, entrepreneurial habits are key. So what I'd like to do today is sort of give you a bird's eye view into my insight on how I approach habits from an entrepreneurial standpoint. So we're going to kind of look at this from two different angles. We're going to look at it from a business standpoint and also from a entrepreneurial and mindset standpoint, because all of these are key to maintaining self-care at a high level so that you can see the difference and hopefully forward-thinking vision in your business, uh, whatever your business is, whether you're in the health and fitness space just like me, or maybe you're in another space um, and you're trying to grow your business. So that's where we're going today. So definitely go back and take a listen to the last few weeks Um, episodes 110, 111, and 112, I believe, if my memory serves me right. But but definitely go back and check that. You can find all of our past episodes on our website, that's cufitness.com, and you can click the podcast tab, and everything is right there. You can listen right from our website as well, or you can listen from any of the 15 or 16 platforms where you can find us. I mean, all of that is on our website as well. So thank you again for being here today. So let's go ahead and get started. So what are entrepreneurial habits? So if you're running a business now or you work for yourself, um, or maybe you're thinking about doing that, and you're probably thinking you probably have this great idea and you want to run with it. Well, one of the biggest habits to develop as an entrepreneurial, as an entrepreneur rather, is to think about habits from a strategy standpoint. Now, what do I mean by strategy? I mean the absolute tactics that you're going to be following on a daily basis. Now, a strategy really is more or less your plan. So it's kind of a way to look at how to approach your business. You know, thinking in terms of asking yourself questions like, what is the outcome that I want my clients or my customers to get? In other words, what is it that I'm going to be offering them? And how is it that I'm going to be able to help them solve their problem? Remember in business, people buy for usually to solve a problem. Most people buy based on emotion. In other words, we get to a certain point and we're tired of doing things a certain way, or we feel like what we're doing right now is not working. So therefore we're looking for an alternative. Okay. So people buy to solve a problem, but they also buy because they don't, they've gotten so uncomfortable where they are that they want to do something different. So if you're developing a solid strategy habit as an entrepreneur, you have to be able to think like that. And I think what I see a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in my space do, is they think about how great it would be to, you know, teach a certain workout or to offer a certain program or to do, to run something a certain way. But they're really not thinking about it from the standpoint of this being a solvable problem that I can offer a tangible solution for. And when you're speaking in business language, when you're speaking in terms of, you know, language that helps people make a decision to buy and spend money, you have to speak in terms of solving a problem for people. And that always involves a strategy, meaning what does that actually look like if they're going to, you know, invest, say, with me and buy one of my programs to solve their problem? What does all of that actually look like for them? So we have to always be mindful of being in a position where we can look at things from the standpoint of our consumer, from our ideal client, in other words. They're always going to be looking at it different than we are. It's easy for us to see what a no-brainer it is for people to buy our stuff, whether it's a program or a product or whatever, an experience or whatever. 
But when we try to look at it from the standpoint of our ideal client, we have to always be thinking in terms of how is this a solvable problem? In other words, what are the results that they're going to get when they work with me or when they buy my product or when they invest in my company? So we have to be thinking in terms of that, right? It's easy for us all day long to think about how great what we do is, how great our product is, how great our program is, et cetera, et cetera. So habit number one that I would offer as a piece of advice is look at what you're doing from the standpoint of your ideal client. What is the strategy that you're proposing that they do that's going to help get them results? So that usually involves thinking you know, putting yourself in their position and thinking about how they're going to look at the problem. So they're thinking, well, what is this going to look like if I do this? What is it going to ask of me? What steps am I going to need to take every day? What is the what is the actual plan going to look like? Is it going to require a big time investment from me? So we have to, we, you know, we don't always have to spell things out for people, but we have to keep that in mind when we're making our strategy. So we can't just think, wow, this is so great. I'm just going to put it out there and see if I can get people to buy it. We have to think in terms of what's the strategy and what's the plan. What's the problem that you solve? What's the outcome that your clients are going to get or your customers are going to get? Okay. And finally, what, where is my ideal client in what we like to call the buying journey? You know, are they just shopping around or are they ready to make a decision? So we have to always be asking ourselves those questions. So if you're out there running your business and you're developing a new program or you're developing a new product, you have to think about it from that standpoint, okay? So you have to always be willing to look at it from that angle and use that, okay, to work you into habit number two, which is your marketing plan, okay? Now, there are several different avenues that we can go for this, but as an entrepreneur, There are two things, in my opinion, that you really need to keep in mind from a marketing standpoint. One is, what is your online presence and what's your online plan? And two, what is your, what I like to call your client delivery plan? Meaning, is your product or plan something that people um, are going to experience in person? Are they going to be working with someone? Are they going to have any hands-on help in some way, whether that's virtual or in person? Okay. So we have to think about our marketing from both of those standpoints. On, if I'm being completely honest in today's times, I don't really think it's all it's possible to really survive without some kind of online presence now, especially in the world of social media and where the web is and everything. So we have to think about, uh, you know, it's when we, when we, now that we have our strategy and we have our plan somewhat together, it might be kind of loose, if you will, but we sort of have that thought out at least. Then we think about our marketing. What I see a lot of entrepreneurs do is they jump right to the marketing and there's really no strategy and plan. So they're jumping right into social media. They're developing a website. They're taking lots of nice photos. They're, you know, working on emails and all of that, but there's not a real plan behind it. So you want the plan first before you go to the marketing is my point. Okay. So think about what is your online presence going to be? And are you going to have some type of deliverable, maybe that you deliver in person through some kind of experience? Maybe it's one-on-one, maybe it's a group program, maybe it's a product. Maybe it's not an in-person experience at all. Maybe it's a product. So we have to think about that from when we look at self-care from an entrepreneurial standpoint. We have to literally think big, that's the strategy. 
and then kind of, you know, work it down to the smaller, more bite-sized piece steps that usually involve the marketing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the marketing isn't important because it is, but we can't do the marketing until we have the strategy and the plan in place. Okay. And then the last piece from an entrepreneurial habit standpoint is the mindset that you want behind that. This is, if I'm being honest, this is probably the most important piece. And in my 24 years of being an entrepreneur, I can tell you that having the right mindset in place at the at critical times in your business is key to whether or not you're going to succeed. You can work all day long on all the action steps. You can do all the client calls, send all the emails, do all the reach outs, you know, talk to people, do all the sales tactics in the world, buy the Facebook ads, you know, invest in a website, whatever advertising campaign you're looking at, but you have to have the right mindset behind it. And you've heard me talk a lot about mindset on this show. And this is such a key piece of any kind of self-care, whether you look at self-care from a health and wellness standpoint, or whether you look at self-care from a um, entrepreneurial or business standpoint. So what you want to think in terms of from a mindset standpoint is number one, what do I believe about what I'm doing? And number two, what is it that I need to think in order to believe that on a regular basis? So let me break that down for you a little bit, at least according to how I do it as an entrepreneur. If I'm developing a new program, okay, or if I'm coming up with a new idea or I'm planning a retreat or I'm adding some new something to something that we're doing, and we've done a lot of that here over the last couple of years, especially with the pandemic. Um, so what I like to think in terms of when I'm starting something new, and this, this can apply to anything in your life, not just business and not just from an entrepreneurial standpoint, but you want to think in terms of what is it that, what is my vision with this? What is it that I'm really looking for? And what is it that I see five to 10 years from now when all of this comes to fruition? So there's a big piece of the mindset piece that really involves a vision piece too. And I'm speaking to you about all this because this is one of the newest programs that I've launched in the last couple of years, specifically for entrepreneurs in the health and fitness and wellness and coaching spaces. It's a program called the Innovate Academy, and I'm going to give you some information on how you can hopefully inquire more about it at the end of the show. But I wanted to speak to you about these key pieces from an entrepreneurial habit standpoint, because there's so many people that are looking at doing their businesses different now. They're looking at, you know, how to operate different, how to exist different. None of us really know what's around the corner. We don't know what's happening, you know, down the road. We don't know how, what all of this is actually going to look like. So that, again, that's why I wanted to focus on this today um, as a subject uh, for conversation. So back to the mindset standpoint, if you're thinking about a brand new program or something new, you know, think about what your vision is first. Like I said, what is it that you're envisioning five years from now? If your idea really comes to fruition, what does all of that look like? And the main key here is that you ask yourself, how does this really make me feel? Does this really excite me? Does this really just give me all the feels? Does this get me all like, I can't wait to dive in and research and see what this is going to look like? Or do you have a feeling like, wow, this feels really heavy. This feels like something completely, you know, out of my comfort zone completely. Like this feels like, I don't know that I'm ever really going to get there. So you really want to be onto yourself if you start noticing that your brain is going there. 
Okay. Truth be told, anytime we're trying to think of something new or we're trying to accomplish something different, this is always going to happen. It doesn't matter how much of a strategy we have, how much of a plan we have, how much thinking we've done about the future. These are completely normal thoughts that are going to come up. So it's really important that we acknowledge them. And I cannot stress this enough as an entrepreneur, that as you go through the peaks and valleys of your entrepreneurial journey in your business or whatever, these are these thoughts are always going to come up, even for those of us like me who've been in this been in my space for a long time. I mean, this isn't my first rodeo, but I can tell you every time I try to develop something new or I think that it's time to do something different or I look at pivoting and delivering something in a different way, I always have thoughts like this if I'm being truthful. So I just want to share that with you so that you know that you're not alone, okay? So really notice if those thoughts are trying to literally talk you out of something before you get started. You want to acknowledge that it's there, but you just don't want to stay there. So you really want to think about what your vision is and then think, what do I really believe about this? Does this really excite me? Do I really see myself doing this? And what is it, why is it that this is so important? You know, what's my purpose behind it? And what, is this something I really want to invest my blood, sweat, and tears in, if you will? Okay. Because there's a lot of that as well Any for any entrepreneur. So really, and then what I like to do is literally come up with a couple of predominant thoughts that I really want to challenge myself on thinking. And I really like to do this before I start anything new. So it's kind of like, I'm trying to encourage myself to quote unquote pre-plan with what I'm thinking. Um, think about it from this standpoint. You've heard me use this analogy before. Think about it when you're planning a trip. If you're going somewhere new or somewhere maybe that you've only been once or twice and you still don't know a lot about the area, you're probably not going to do just go down there on a whim and figure it out, right? You're going to do a little research ahead of time. Well, maybe I'll check out the restaurants. Maybe I'll check out these activities. Maybe I'll take a look at, at this um, hotel. Maybe I'll look at this, you know, excursion or day trip or whatever, okay? You're probably not going to wait to the last minute to do that. So it's the same thing when you're working on your mindset from a habit standpoint as an entrepreneur. You literally want to train your brain to think on purpose. So you want to think and have those predominant thoughts handy almost. And sometimes what I do is I'll write them in my journal and then before I start the day, I'll read through those predominant thoughts and I'll ask myself, is this true? Why do I think it's true? And what evidence do I have that this is true? And how does this really make me feel? So I'm really challenging myself on really ensuring that that's my predominant thought so that when I find myself getting derailed during the day by something that I don't like, then I can sort of reel it back in to thinking these you know, intentional thoughts, because all of this is going to feed different action steps. And if I just go into hustle mode, like if you're just focused on strategy, even though I said that's a, a big, big habit that obviously we need to develop as an entrepreneur, I'm not saying that we don't. But what I'm saying is, is that we have to have the right mindset, thoughts and beliefs behind it in order for it to really work. So from an entrepreneurial standpoint, think about what you want to think every day about your business, about what it is that you do, about your purpose and your role, about the changes that you intend on delivering for your clients and for the people that you're in contact with, for your community, okay? So you always want to be challenging yourself on what those are. 
And the reason this is important is, is that this is obviously going to lead us to make different decisions than if we're thinking in, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is going to work. Well, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Well, I don't, that's not possible right now because of blah, 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 or whatever. So, you know, it's okay to think those thoughts, but as an entrepreneur, you literally have to challenge yourself to think and visualize as if things are already happening, even if they're not. Okay. That's a huge, huge, such an important habit to develop on a daily basis as an entrepreneur for business, for strategy, for life, for all of it. Okay. So if I were you, if I were in your shoes and you're out here and you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, I can probably give this a try. I would encourage you to start with the mindset piece, then go to the strategy piece, then go to the marketing piece from a business standpoint as an entrepreneur. That's how I would approach those habits. Really work on that mindset piece first, then work on the strategy piece, especially if you're in transition or you're working on something different or you're working on changing something in your business. And these same principles can apply to your health and fitness. They can apply to, you know, if you're looking at starting a new business, if you're making changes in your life, or maybe you're on the way back from something that has more or less derailed you. Maybe you've had an illness, maybe you've had an injury, maybe you just feel like your life has been topsy-turvy for so long that you're ready to make some serious habit changes. You can still employ these three habit perspectives, even if you're not an entrepreneur. In fact, I would really challenge you to do that and look at how these three habit areas can apply to other areas of your life as well. Okay, so the mindset piece, especially the intentional thoughts that you're going to think on a daily basis, and then challenge yourself on what it is you really believe about who you are and what you do. Habit number two is about the strategy the big picture vision, the big picture plan, what is that going to look like? And then finally, if you're in business, the marketing piece, because if the, the strategy and the mindset are in place, then the marketing will become a lot easier to figure out. Okay. So think about it like in terms of the, that's the order that is probably going to work best for you. Okay. Um, if you're not yet in my private Facebook group, um, I have started a new Facebook community as well. So I have two communities where you can come and join me. The one is my big private group, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. I would invite you to come in there. In October, we're gonna, I'm going to be running a five-day free fitness challenge. It's all because we're going to be relaunching our online club. We have a way for you to join us from wherever you are to join us live for a workout. We have a beautiful monitor where we can stream you in and you can see us and we can see you. And it can be a live experience versus just doing a recorded video. Okay. So that's coming in October. So stay tuned. I'm going to have more information um, in the next couple of weeks about that. And please follow us on Facebook. You can find our Facebook page, CU Fitness. That's the letter C, the letter U Fitness. Or you can come over and join me in my big community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. If you are an entrepreneur, however, and you are interested in following us from that standpoint of self-care, please come over and join us in our Innovate and Grow for health and fitness and wellness and coaching entrepreneurs. Innovate and Grow is the name of the group. Come over and join us there because we're talking about self-care for your business there, from your for your business and from the standpoint of being an entrepreneur. I would welcome you to come over there. This is where you can get information on how you can join us in the Innovate Academy. This is our brand new business accelerator program. It's a 16-week program. And if you join this year in 2021, 
you're going to get lifetime access to the material. Um, I'm not quite sure I'm going to offer that for 2022. Um, we are getting ready to start a new uh, group, uh, but you can still join us if you want to join in the next couple of weeks. Please reach out and send me a message. You can send me a DM through Facebook or through Instagram. I am Fit Style Gal on Instagram. You could find all that in the show notes, or you can drop me a DM through Facebook, or you can send me an email at Allison with one L at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. Um, and just let me know, ask, see what your questions are. We can talk a little bit. We could even set up a call and talk about what your business actually looks like. Because we work with people, even if you're not in the health and fitness space and you're a coach, maybe you're a lifestyle coach, maybe you're in the wellness space somehow, maybe you have a brick and mortar location, maybe you're a chiropractor or a massage therapist um, or something along those lines or a life coach even, um, we can definitely help you build out your business and help you come up with help you work on these three habit angles so that your business is positioned for success and you can still reach your goals for 2021 and hit start off 2022 with a bang. So please don't hesitate to reach out. And the last thing I'm going to ask before I sign off tonight is that you get, show us some love and give us a review. You can find us on the Apple, um, the Apple platform. If you send us or if you write us a short review, please feel free to screenshot it and send it to me and we will send you a free gift as a token of our appreciation. You know, reviews are really important in the podcast space. Reviews help other people find us and that allows us to connect with more people so that we can continue to share our message. So I would not be here right now if it weren't for all of you out there continuing to support me and follow me and help me share the journey of self-care because the journey is different for everybody. It depends on where you've been in your life and it depends on where you're going in your life. And this is why we call self-care a journey. Um, please also give our sponsor some love, head over to flatriverinfusion.com and use our coupon code CUFITNESS and get 20% off on any of your purchases there. They've got some fabulous products, some amazing CBD oil that I love using in the evening. It really helps me calm down after a really busy day. The other product that I really like is their herbal salve. It comes in a little glass tube. It's almost like a lotion that you can rub on your joints or your sore muscles. Um, and it's amazing. You can get results really within 30 minutes. So I would definitely recommend any of their products. Thank you again for all of your support of the ultimate journey of self-care. We are heard all over the world in over 30 countries, and we continue to reach more and more people. And I could not do it without you. So please know from the bottom of my heart how grateful I am. And after being on the air for two years, I literally feel like we are just getting started. So thank you. Thank you again for all of your support. Um, I love being here with you every week, and I will continue to be here every week, bringing you the best um, information and in any of those four areas of self-care um, that we cover. Uh, this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.